0: I'm Visha's wife, and remember, when you name a dog Janet or Timothy, you are dragging humanity down just a little bit.
1: Vic Berger IV and DJ Doug Pound are video editors and musicians currently based in California. Renowned for their own work and on various projects with Tim Heidecker, the pair are part of the Holy Trinity, a self-declared union with Heidecker, that get together for the hilarious and compelling weekly live streaming video and audio podcast Office Hours Live, which airs every Thursday morning. The dynamic show has yielded interesting offshoot productions, including a new album of songs called Slaps, Bops, and Bangers, which is due out on December 18th, 2020, and Drop Concert the Motion Picture, which features Vic and Doug showcasing their world-renowned drops in a live performance. Drop Concert the Motion Picture is out now. I connected with Vic and Doug recently to discuss all things Office Hours Live, Their history, working together and with Tim Heidecker. How they got into drops and their perspective on drop pioneer Fred Norris from The Howard Stern Show. Where their work might fit in with EDM, hip-hop, and free jazz. Whether or not Tim is in fact the new king of all media. Future plans and much more. A part of the Entertainment One Network with the support of listeners like you, who follow and subscribe to this podcast and spread the word about it, and make flexible monthly donations at patreon.com slash control and Massey Hall's concert film series live at masseyhall.com, where you can stream dozens of 30-minute films for free, including performances by past podcast guests like Destroyer, plus in-kind support from Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton. This is the 587th episode of Creative Control, featuring the lovely and talented Vic Berger IV, and DJ Doug Pound with your host, me, Vish Khanna. Riding, too, brick brick.
0: Side side. Brick brick. Hi, Vic, how's
3: it going? Hey Vish, great to be here, man. Nice Hello. to uh, see
1: you again. It's been a while uh, since. Yeah, uh,
3: I was just thinking, like you were the first podcast I think I ever was on back in 2015, 2016, something like that. The very first, really? I think so. I think it was the very first one I ever did. Now is I that, that a testament? That.
1: Is that is that any kind of testament to me to you? What
3: what does that mean? I th- I don't know. I think I listened to your show and I was like, this is pretty cool. I could do this. I could pull uh, you know, I could I I I'm, I'm kind of socially awkward and not a <laughs> I don't like to talk a ton and and you know, be the center of attention, but like uh I was like, this is cool. This guy seems friendly, you know? He's a nice guy. <laughs> Did it play out that way?
1: Do you feel still? i think so i'm happy i did it i'm happy (laughs) it is actually among the more popular episodes i've done so i thank you for it too vic it means a lot wow
3: yeah wow okay
1: well you you were blowing up at the time and then right uh, now
3: we're now we're kind of yeah back down (laughs) the bottom so
1: (laughs) well it's nice to to see and talk to you again and uh doug are you there
3: hello
1: hello sorry hello vish hi doug how's it going
2: it's going great. I was just trying to find my yellow yellow <laughs> drop, which is one of my favorites.
1: I think maybe your radio's on or something, Doug. I'm hearing some <laughs> static and sound. I don't know what's going Hello? on there, but uh, it's uh, you and I have never spoken. I've seen you perform opening for uh, Tim and Eric in Toronto, and it uh, means a lot to have you on the show.
2: Oh, well, my pleasure. Uh, so you're up in Toronto then?
1: No, I was. Sorry, I live in Edmonton, Alberta now. We moved uh, in January, and then the pandemic happened, and now... Uh, Everything is bad. So
2: Edmonton, that seems colder than Toronto. Much colder, even colder.
1: Much colder. Much colder. It's way up north, huh? Yeah, it's pretty north. It's it's among the coldest places in the world. Uh, thanks for bringing that up. It, it is bad, uh, but uh, it's also yeah. I'm in a place where the pandemic is particularly bad. Uh, the bad leadership. You, I'm sure you can relate uh, to that.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but. <laughs> Doesn't the cold weather kill off the virus? <laughs> no,
1: I think the warm weather. No, it'll be gone by April uh, because the warm yeah. weather was coming. That's what I heard. So the that's what Easter. we're all bracing for. Yeah, cold, okay, cold well, weather. It likes Britain. it. It loves it. It's really great. Anyway, <laughs> it's uh, nice to uh, to have you on the show. Now, weirdly, this is weird. As we're recording this, I I've, I was actually on your office hours show. That's never happened. Uh, I thought I would I thought I would dial into the Zoom and then uh, your producer and. Uh, uh, Matt, there he he asked me to be on. Uh, how is my appearance on Office Hours? Was it okay? Did
3: it did it do all right? I mean, yeah, your beard looked beautiful. <laughs> you know, just like everyone was like jealous of that beard. <laughs> I I'm very jealous of that beard. Like I, I can never grow anything even close to that. I, so when, that? You're off to a great start just just by looks. Oh, thank
1: you. Yeah, I am I am attractive. That's fair. Doug, were you smitten <laughs> with the way I looked or the things I said?
2: Well, I gotta say, the looks drew me in. <laughs> I was I was also very impressed <laughs> and uh jealous of the beard. I have like a I have some stubble, but it's blonde. And you know, I wish I had like the dark features that really kind of pop on camera.
3: Yeah, I've got a salt and you know? pepper. So I was yeah, mm-hmm. kind of yeah, like salt what you pepper. have going on. Yeah. And then and then also like, you know, besides the looks, you said nice things about us. So, we didn't cut you off or let you let you hang as long as you had nice things to say. It was cool. No, it's great. So, uh for those who don't know who are listening to my show and
1: maybe don't know what Office Hours is all about, uh let's begin with uh, you know, and and uh, ideally they would look it up. They're lazy though. Some of my listeners are lazy. They're going to need us to explain what it is. Uh Vic, what is Office Hours exactly?
3: Um well, I am the the last to join the uh, the crew here, but uh, Tim, I think he when he was bored, you know, three four years ago, and he would just go on Facebook Live and he just very just had his laptop out and he would take phone calls or Skype calls, whatever it was at the time, from people. I remember him texting me though years ago. It, it was originally I think him being, you know, he had a lot of trolls coming after him, alt right trolls, and I think it was his way. Of getting the trolls to call him so he could actually talk rather than on Twitter, like, have go back and forth online, actually talk in person, you know, on the phone, and I think that's what it, the origins of it, the origin of yeah. it, not the oranges of it, but uh, I think that's what... Oh, man, you're starting what, uh, to talk like your leader yeah. there. What is happening? I know! It's, it's, it's like, that's all that's on my mind. That's I'm so wired, you know, that way. Good oranges. Bad. I should have that drop somewhere. But, uh, oh, there we go. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was that. And then, um, Tim was doing his thing, you know, very low, low tech. And, uh, I think he'd bring in Doug to, to the co host and, and, you know, help him out. And then occasionally when I was in town, he would have me come in in person yeah. and, and, you know, just kind of thrown together in a way and it had a charm to it and people liked it, I think. Um, and then pretty much, Last year, Tim was like, I think, you know, bringing you guys, you know, you and Doug together could be, could be fun and chaotic and, and take it to another level. And uh, so that's what we're doing here. And He brought you know. us, he brought
2: me on to do, you know, drops, you know. What happened? I have my laptop plugged in to mm-hmm. pepper his, his uh, interviews with fans, you know, he would just talk to fans about whatever. And then, yeah, then Vic they keep the show flowing. Yeah, and, Vic yeah. is a sound man too, so he just brought us both in, and then we became the Holy Trinity. Right, that's
1: right. You're the Holy Trinity. That's right. Now, Doug, your relationship uh, with Tim Heidecker stretches back a bit further than Vic's. Uh, how, how do you know Tim? Uh, what is the nature of that relationship? How intimate does it get? I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm sorry. I, I started off on a very plain spoken thread there, and it went it got a little sorted. But how do you know Tim? And uh, when um, did you start working together?
2: I answered a Craigslist ad, I think in 2004. <laughs> this is real
3: though, right? or something. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. real. Oh, thank you, Tim.
2: And then I was an intern on Tom Goes to the Mayor. I think in 2004. Right. And then I
3: you did my, a lot of the Photoshop and color, right? Of that. Of well, those. my
2: my my job entailed just sort of documenting behind the scenes of them making the show, and then I would cut together little uh, videos of them screwing around. Behind the scenes, and then, yeah, that soon led to a job on that show where I was doing Photoshop and I was kind of doing the video editing of that. Sh- they had cer- it was a cartoon, but they had certain pieces that were were video based, like the Married News team. And I would start. That's just where I where I met him, and then, yeah, from there, I just was I just stayed with them, working on all their shows, pretty much.
1: Now, now, Vic, uh, you years. so so Doug, you're you're a very a world-renowned uh, uh, editor. Uh, let's let's say that first of all, uh, the whole world knows it. Uh, that's how I'm going to frame it. Thanks for talking to, to us, <laughs> Vic. You, uh, you um, also uh, an editor, uh, someone who messes with stuff, manipulates it. Was Doug, was Doug in his work something that you uh, were inspired by? First of all,
3: no, no, not at all. No, I'm kidding. He <laughs> was huge. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the first, like, internet videos, a lot of first today, your first podcast and first internet video, uh, the, the the first internet video that I was, like, obsessed with, with was something that Doug was a part of, and it was, like, the G.I. Joe commercials mm-hmm. um, back in, I don't know, 2000 or so. Him and Eric Fensler would re-edit these, these uh, G.I. Joe PSAs that were attacked on the end of the of each episode, and so many funny things came out of that, and my friends and I in college were just obsessed with that and i didn't know who made it you know i didn't know who was behind it but then years later i found out it was you know Doug had a big part of that and eric but yeah i mean obviously the there's so much that you know that inspired what i do and and i I mean i didn't know exactly what i was doing just making things and i think there's just like because i'm not like a trained editor or anything like that just going by feel and i think that's just part wired in my brain you know a lot of it's very probably very similar, but hopefully not too similar to Doug. I don't think you know, so I think yep.
2: you know people like to say that or something. Mm. And but I think you took, you know,
3: it was a, you yeah, have your a, own yeah, style and right. you
2: take it to the next level of like as far as like re-editing found footage and stuff. I mean, you really blew it up, you know, to your own thing big time. And I, now I'm inspired by Vic Look at he that. he does his own. He's got his own style and his own tricks and his own drops.
1: This was this this was all just an intervention to get you two to compliment each other. That's all. I felt like mean spiritedness had to be had to be put Uh, down. So I'm glad that this is happening. Uh, I this might seem like a weird so well okay let's let's I'm going to start with the drops actually first of all I I do want to ask you about video editing a little bit because I think like me uh, you two seem like children of television uh, if that makes any sense like I think television is like my surrogate parent. Because my parents would just shove me in front of the TV, and I see, I right. see that aesthetic in what you do, like just
3: I do that to my kids today.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, on. yeah. They're on screens. Uh, watch, yeah, watching. They're on screens so. for sure. Well, as people may have been able to hear, if everything is working correctly, you have been inserting some drops, and uh, drops has been invoked a couple of times. Doug, how did you get into uh, drops, audio drops? Because we've been talking a little bit about video editing. When did the idea of drops uh, come into play for you?
2: Well, I do stand-up comedy as a DJ. I called DJ Doug Pound, and that started. Uh, that's a long, sto- kind of boring story, but basically, I was trying to be an electronic musician back when I lived in Chicago, and I kind of didn't know what I was doing. But I had a sampler. Then when I moved to LA, I started doing some stand-up, just sort of a fun thing to tr- try. Yeah, and I was like okay at both but then one day i thought i would just put them together and i'll have my own laugh track <laughs> and stuff like that when i did stand up that way i would like do good every time i performed because i could have my own laugh track and um have like a lot of the punch lines were just like mus- little music clips you know things like that little like little drops now i never called them drops they were just samples you know sure then a few years later i did a show and i opened up for neil brennan Mm -hmm. and he said uh he i i was right before him and he and he said come on stage with me stay up here and just do sound effects while i do stand up (laughs) and then after that that was like a fun like little improvised moment then after the show he said i want to do a podcast and i want you to do drops for the podcast and that's the first time i even heard the word drops i was like what is that Hmm. he's like yeah you just bring your sampler and So then I did a a podcast with him for a while and I started collecting drops and then that kind of like, um, ran its course. And then many years later, Tim was like, you should do your drops for, which was great because I missed, uh, doing the, the, I do my own podcast, but I kind of, I most, it's hard to talk and also like run the soundboard. So it was great. I like being kind of like a sidekick that way I can, um, focus on the. On the drops. Yeah, so that's a brief history of
1: it wasn't boring at all. I wasn't bored, I was enthralled. I thought that was good. (laughs) Thanks (laughs) for explaining that. Now you you alluded to the fact that you were interested in becoming an electronic musician in Chicago. Vic, what is your relationship like with electronic music? I get the impression from my knowledge of your own musical pursuits and some of the things you satirize that maybe you're not the biggest fan. But am I incorrect? Are you a fan of electronic music?
3: I don't know anything about electronic music. I wish I kind of did. I like hip hop and the samples they use, but yeah, electronic and EDM stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know anything.
2: So, so can I just add one thing? Is that now I am an electronic musician. <laughs> I'm just saying. Back when I first started. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. I didn't.
2: I didn't I
1: kind of. <laughs> I didn't mean to diminish your. <laughs> I would like to your vocational <laughs> pursuits. I, think I
2: kind of am now because I have yeah. some. I have. Uh, I'm better at it now, but. That was like my. I was uh, saying like I wasn't really good at it when I was. I had this sampler laying around that was, yeah, collecting dust. No, you're
1: DJ Doug Pound. Everyone, you're DJ Doug Pound. Everyone knows this. Everyone around the world, it's world renowned that you are DJ Doug Pound. Uh, Whoa, I'm rapping. Now let me just say this though, because I can't tell sometimes uh, when I've seen Doug perform, uh, and, and now that the the drops are a big fixture of office hours, I can't tell if you're making fun of. It. I can't tell if you're making fun of drops, if you're making fun of EDM culture. Is there some aspect of it that you're kind of making fun of or satirizing, Doug?
2: Um, yeah, when I first started doing that act, it was sort of making fun of DJ culture, like, in a way. Just all those corny drops, <laughs> you know, um, like the air horns and, the, you know, the, the hip-hop like scratches and stuff. I just, if I told a joke that was corny, I just put a bunch of mess over it. And then that kind of became what was yeah. funny.
3: I just think sounds are funny. Like how are you familiar with, uh, like hip hop or a uh, culture like that? Like uh, DJ culture. Did you, did you I mean, say, I wasn't even that. I was. Did you go to a lot of, no, I wasn't even that familiar with it. I
2: just <laughs> thought, I just think sounds are yeah, funny and like yeah. all those scratches and you know, the classic, Uh, hip-hop samples, like, oh, yeah, and, and, like, (laughs) I don't know, just, like, little Uh bits of songs are just funny, like, kind of, like, as non-sequiturs and out of context. So when I edit stuff and when I was editing on, like, Tim and Eric, a lot of it was the funny parts were the sound, you know? So I've just always worked with sound as, like, a a way to get laughs, I guess.
1: You know, I... I when I watch Office Hours or when I listen to it and I hear your drops, and I don't know if you're going to take this the wrong way or if it's been beaten to death already, but it does remind me of Fred Norris on The Howard Stern Show. Were you? Are you, are either of you, Vic, are you a fan <laughs> oh, of The Howard Stern protester. Show? Do you know what I'm talking about?
3: <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to bring uh, Fred Norris up. Uh, yeah, huge, I mean, huge influence and in, in at least f- that kind of thing. I mean, it, I guess it was part of radio at the time, but he, I think he took it to a, a new level. Um, and I have a friend on, uh, who works on Stern and I recently asked him like, could you go behind the scenes and find out what Fred uses for his drops? And he told me, and it's some like ancient thing from like the, you know, early nineties or something that he still uses, but he's like, it's just amazing how fast he is pulling up these drops and, and I don't know, it's it's so funny. And there's all these little in jokes, and when Robin starts talking, they had, they have that one specific song, you know. And I like Doug kind of does that too. When when Tim gets on his high horse and he's talking or whatever, there's a certain tone that he. You know what I'm <laughs> talking about? Oh, when he starts complaining, and he I starts complaining, this. and that like that <laughs> it's like,
0: yeah.
3: well, like, like I mean, sob story. For me, to be
2: honest, I don't really, I. I'm not a stern head at all. I've never had serious XM or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't either,
3: but I mean, as a kid back
2: mm -hmm. in like high school, I think Mm -hmm. I listened to him like once in a while, but I never, uh, it's just one of those things that kind of, I never was like a stern head Mm -hmm. and I never knew about Fred Norris's thing until people started
3: comparing mm -hmm.
2: what I did. But like,
3: uh, yeah. Also yeah. I think also like more recent like uh Tom Sharpling has a he does like these uh sound design <laughs> kind of things that he does, does. Collage. song collages. Yeah. And I'm a massive fan of his and have been for years. Um and uh and actually he recently <laughs> reached out to, to me and said, like, what do you use for, for drops, you know? So it's kind of weird to, for to come, like, full circle. He's asking, yeah. yeah, he's like, wow. Like, just... so, so everybody's so, trying but, to
1: stay technologically present, at least, yeah, if not advanced. Right, yeah. right. Well, it's fascinating to me, Doug, that you um, aren't that familiar with the way Fred Norris works, because that's, uh, and, and it's also interesting that you're saying, so this is being brought to your attention now. People are hearing that, Influence um, in, uh, in office hours. Is that fair?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I know a lot of, over the years, people have said that, and maybe I did absorb it back when I was, when Stern was on the regular yeah, yeah. terrestrial yeah. radio, and I would listen to him. You know, I would listen to him, like driving to school or...
1: Driving to school? Whatever, you would listen but, to the Howard Stern show? Who was driving you to school with the Howard Stern <laughs> show blasting? When you're 16, I don't know
2: <laughs> I, I'm, Whenever it was on It was around everybody When it was yeah. on Terrestrial radio I heard it yeah. in the car nice. I No, no right. I And I right.
1: haven't heard it Consistently since uh, We didn't have it Like I knew of Howard Stern From like Letterman and I bought his book or I got his book from the library the day it came out. So he was like this. Per- yeah, I did the same thing. Yeah. Like, I, I
2: used like, to be rubbed the wrong way by Stern. Yeah. I thought he was like kind of mean yeah. or something. He kind of had this uh, like sure, this sure. edge to him that I thought
3: was kind of I, um, I, I, yeah, I, gross Yeah, I, I, I checked out private parts that his book at the time when I was way too young you know, to read it. And I just remember reading the whole thing just... Scarring me with some of the shit I read it I read it but I read it.
2: Butt Bongo Fiesta yes. back in the day yeah. and thinking uh-huh. like this is too this is like yeah I feel like I'm watching porn right. Like, yeah right I was like he's a little too and his fart much. man thing right yeah.
3: like, where yeah it shouldn't okay. really be that funny but and I just remember him at on like the MTV music yeah. awards and his cheeks were sticking he got, out and flying. Flew in and, from like the rafters yeah. with that and presented uh-huh. an award. And, yeah, like what is this? Like why is that? Me? But it, <laughs> in a weird way, that world it works. You it, know? Does. But, it does. But yes, yeah. and I'm
1: not trying yeah. to suggest uh, you know that. I think that's how comedy works sometimes. I like when I hear stories like this, Doug, where you're like, I didn't listen to it, but it's become so pervasive that you don't you don't even have to consciously listen to it. It just sort of seeps into your creative being, maybe or something.
3: Yeah, yeah. But I think uh, like we like it, Fred is like he's sparing with his drops. There's you know one every you know twenty minutes maybe. Like we're doing you know a hundred like ten minutes. <laughs> well, or something. So it's we do too many. There's sure. way too many. And and I mean even like yeah. a couple of weeks ago, Tim left the show because of the drops. Oh, yeah. So so but we're I mean we're all good now. But like yeah, it, it can be overwhelming to. Someone who's trying to have a clear train of thought and and carry, you know, carry the show and, and talk to, <laughs> to yeah. people. Yes. If we're back here, you know, and it's even tough for me. I have a couple times I've tried <laughs> doing it and and you have chomps and you have, you know, whatever. Let it go. It's tough and it's a it's definitely got to be stressful for Tim to, to yeah. do that and overwhelming. But but uh, he turns it, us yeah. down. We he have, does
2: like today. He turned our drops down. I, I, in his, I think that helps his mix. Mm hmm. So what what's going out to the listener? We're louder, but then what what he's not hearing is yeah, loud.
3: It's not, yeah. So we can think straight. Uh-huh. Is there
1: something uh-huh. about? So I alluded earlier to your maybe your TV viewing habits as kids, as because you, as editors, right. I kind of feel like it's born of the internet or something. Like there's just a lot of like messing with stuff, media manipulation in a lot of the work you do. You know whether it's zooming in on something in a weird way or adding a weird sound effects and the drop seems sort of symptomatic or it's not symptomatic that makes it sound like an illness Mm. but it does seem like to exemplify that same mindset are were you big doug did you watch a lot of tv as a kid and did you notice how things were being sort of edited together and made
2: you know i can't say i really was i i I come from skateboarding so i think a lot of the skate videos i watched were are mm-hmm. kind of like yeah. the, the more artistic editing like influences on me quick cuts
1: I like really quick I saw fast a lot of, stuff I, happening I, yeah
2: yeah i just remember seeing some stuff in skate videos that were like that was like you wouldn't see on tv or something and kind of maybe mimic kind of drawing inspiration from yeah. that kind of stuff but i was also influenced by like ren and stimpy yeah that's like what i was going to say the sound yeah. design of ren and stimpy was like my favorite thing yeah. so it was kind of like that like the for, sound of that the is sound. Really okay. the most one of the bigger influences. Yeah, for I think.
3: for me, for Ren and Stimpy, like that was huge for me. Like the macro view when they would cut to something extremely close, and, like I, the totally. mouth, like the tongue or whatever yes, it is. Big time. And, yeah. yeah, that was like huge.
1: So, do you think that Vic did, did that kind of stuff draw you to this form of? Because now you're like multimedia manipulator. Uh, <laughs> you know, we kind of knew you as this yeah. video guy, but do you think? Any of that has sort of influenced your your approach to all the things you're doing now, whether it's the the, the sonic drops or the visual editing. Right. Is that there? In- well,
3: I think I mean because like my history is music, and I, it's like like I thought I was going to be a musician or, or a, an engineer, and I you know I went to college for it, and I thought that was going to be it. So I, even today, if I'm doing video, my focus is always on the music first, because I you know that's just that just part of. Who I am, and that's that's where I think. So that's always what I'm focusing on first. So, the video stuff is kind of secondary in a way. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I think like musically, I think.
1: Well, you've got uh, rhythm as a video editor, if I might say. You know what I mean? You've yeah. got timing. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. So some, I think they're 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 related in that way. Uh, you, there's a drop concert movie. All of us are clamoring for live entertainment, live music. And I can't think of a better use of someone's time than watching you two perform uh, mm-hmm. this uh, drop concert live. Uh, Doug, where did this uh, drop concert uh, concept come from?
2: Well, it's a little bit disputed, yeah. perhaps, but right. I, I think Tim and I both had the same idea. Uh, you had it first, though. But I, I, <laughs> I when we, okay, after <laughs> after office hours, Vic and I usually jam on the drops for a while. Like when the show is over, we kind of. We do an outro where we we play our drops. We have effects. We have we loop. We have chaos pads, and we we loop things, and we put reverb and delay, and we like make this like kind of like almost like a noise show, like soundscape. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, piece at the end of each show, and I thought it'd be cool that um, before before the pandemic, I would book comedy nights I would do my own show and book it I thought it'd be cool if me and Vic kind of did just like our drops just do like a perform I call it a noise show just yeah. because that's kind of what it is but just do an experimental show where we just just do our drops and like jam it out for a while and then Tim said we should do a we should do that you guys should just or then maybe the maybe one day we're like what if we did an episode where it was all drops yeah yeah <laughs> and then that it just sort of like snowballed where it's like let's just do one let's do that we'll do a drop concert yeah. Tim called it drop concert so yeah it was just like an obvious idea that we were all kind of thinking you I know, see like we gotta do an, right. o- an only drop show so then yeah then we got the nice cameras and Wes yeah then, we're, know, then, yeah. then it became bigger where it's like Tom shoot yeah. it yeah uh, with all, with nice cameras
3: we're going to have like <laughs> we're going to set up the studio to be lit all cool uh-huh. and then and then there's like you know they have because it's, it's like almost an hour and how much can you you know focus on each other because like he's close up on our hands like touching the mouse we're just mouse. sitting here staring just, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> concentrating and uh, looking at our laptops and that it's cool for a few minutes I think
2: but then, Very compelling. And then it, it gets, I, I
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. right I, I've but been then, to that, enough yeah,
2: uh, noise yeah. shows that Guys yeah. in front staring at a laptop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he needs, he needs a little. Something. You need a little something a little extra something.
3: there. So that's yeah. when uh, Tim was like, "How about this guy Ben Levin, yeah. who's a this amazing animator, and he a musician yeah, himself." Yeah, things just sort of yeah. happen
2: naturally. Like this guy Ben Levin mm-hmm. got involved with the show. He made like a joke, and then he like took his performance on the on the show and made a whole video out of it. Mm-hmm. And that look, that was like really killer. What he did. So, yeah, it was just like all this homegrown kind of, like, thing that just sort of yeah. grew. Nice. No, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's cool.
1: I, You know, you both invoked noise there. And, you know, we've been talking about EDM and, and how drops are a part of that culture. But then when I think about it, this is the kind of concert film that I could see being screened at, like, an experimental jazz festival or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Do you, do you feel aligned, Vic, as a, as a musician as a serious musician that you like, that you are. Could you see this being a, a film that is taken so
3: seriously that you know fringe art groups, fringe <laughs> art groups know. get behind I it? It's, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know if like maybe a, maybe not sp- specifically this because uh, it was. I mean, I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't want to like cut down our own work, but I feel like we could maybe maybe get there at some point. You know, I, I don't know. What do you? I mean, what do you think?
2: Like, I I, I come from that yeah, world a bit yeah.
3: because. When
2: I lived in Chicago, that was I was just a lot mm. I was friends with a lot of noise musicians, I guess, and free jazz kind of people. They were just like they kind of I was just the friends I had mm. so I was around that a lot, and a lot of it I didn't really um necessarily like musically. Mm. It's not really like what I would choose to enjoy when I'm trying to listen to music, but I would just go to these mm. shows a lot. Because I thought it was compelling, you know. It's like something to, it's like an ex, something to experience as a live. Yeah. You know, I used to see. There was this one guy that used to play dry ice. He used to like have dry <laughs> wow. ice laying around and he put would a had like metal on it. Or something? He would have like tea kettles and put it on there and wow. make squealing sounds. I just thought <laughs> what they were doing. I like experimental weird stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like the kind of thing that I like. The music of it, but I like the experimentation of it. I don't know. I just, I'm drawn to like out there kind of things. So mm-hmm. to answer your question, <laughs> I think we can fit in. I think we, f- yeah. we could fit into that, that world, even though, even though we're not necessarily like, you know what I mean? In that scene, mm-hmm. as far as like, right? that's,
3: I would feel like an imposter. That's right. What I was we're kind to of say. an imposter,
2: like, but like we kind of would fit. It would work. Like, yeah.
3: But haven't you, I mean, yeah.
2: haven't
1: you been sitting in an audience where someone is playing dry ice with tea kettles and everyone's <laughs> watching it very earnestly and you're kind of looking around like, this is hilarious. Like, I've been in those situations. Like, this is clearly funny. Absolutely. Why isn't yeah. anyone laughing at this? Like, that's where I feel like what you're doing <laughs> blurs the line because there's a whole sect mm. of people that would say, oh, this is high art. You know, we have to take this seriously. <laughs> right. Like, we're going to start a... An endowment fund, like your podcasting grant that Tim keeps trying to talk about on your.
3: <laughs> Some, sometimes I wonder, like, I like would these would it make sense outside of uh, of the office hours live community? Like, because there's so many like in jokes and there's you know stuff poking at Tim and there's you know I don't know. I'm just I curious, we, like going in. Yeah, you know?
2: I think if we performed at one of those like highfalutin <laughs> art noise uh, experimental festivals. Uh-huh they would be like, this is what we've been waiting for. Right. Like, right. I, I do. I, or maybe some of them, may, some of them yeah. will hate it because we're trying to, sure. we kind of making fun of it. Yeah. But I think a lot of that, the people that like that kind of music would be like, this is, uh, Yeah. I mean, we got written up in The Wire. Yeah.
3: yeah that's, that's what I mean. So, that's I feel, cool. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So that's think, exactly right. I think, yeah, I think they would love it. This I, I think mean. there's a whole audience that wants to laugh. Like it's a visceral thing to see right. something like this and experience it and not, like it's so weird to stifle your joy at something that's clearly joyful. That's all I'm getting at. So yeah, no, it's. I think it's funny, and I think it would go over well in hey, such a venue. If they
3: invite us, if they invite us, we'll we'll go. Okay, we'll do it. All
1: right. So the other the other interesting thing that is uh, going on there uh, with office hours is slaps, bops, and bangers. <laughs> this is a new album. Uh, and, that's right. And so I wonder. Uh, let's start with uh, Vic. Vic, what is your uh, role, or yours and Doug's role, I suppose in uh in creating this uh album
3: well a lot of that is stuff that grew from the show where tim would come up with a new segment for the show or where it's like for instance city of the day started a thing, just kind of like a talking point to, to check in every day we have a new city um you know matt would do all the research and everything and and get it get it prepared and then tim's like we need a theme song so one day tim hammered out a theme song you know and, and it's pretty pretty good. It's like very uh, kinksy and uh, it's it, uh, it's just something that's part of the show, you know, and I think a lot of those is, are the segment themes. Is like, Game Night on there? Game Night's on there. I, yeah, I that's, did get, that's yeah. Your, that's your I, I, I wrote Game Night because we were having a game night where yeah. we were playing board games and uh, so there's something, you know, on there for me and then obviously Doug's uh, Cream Corn, what is it, a... Uh, is well, cream, we,
2: Is that on there? Yeah, we yeah, do these yeah. fake ads every week, yes. like a fake sponsor, and it's always some jokey thing. And I wrote this bit called Creamed Popcorn on the Cobb. Right. <laughs> and for that one and some of the other ones, I'll make like a little, I don't know, you not even a jingle. It was kind of a jingle, just like a two-second, just every time yeah. Tim says it, he's reading an ad for Creamed Popcorn on the cob, and I just made a little thing that said Creamed Popcorn on the cob." you know just to like keep hitting that little sample yes yes and then um i think it had, it had a little little it bit it. it's like it, a three yeah. second mm-hmm. song you know and then somebody hit me up and said we got to make a flexi disc out of the <laughs> song it's a hit and i'm like the song is three <laughs> seconds long do it. got it <laughs> so then i took the song i took that little loop and i built it into a yeah, so that that's how that came about. That's my only contribution. Yeah. And there's
3: other but it. and, but it's, it's cool it's a chance to collaborate with other artists out there. Like we have Nick Lutzko on there who's who's a genius. Obviously uh Ben Levins on there. We got Daniel, Daniel Cups. Uh, just if yeah, if you don't know Daniel Cups stuff you should check him out like it's some of the the craziest stuff. That song stuff. was Tim yeah. was
2: making fun of the vocal style of like Pearl Jam, Creed kind of like mm-hmm. The baritone thing. Temple yeah, 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 yeah. That that like that what do you like call a it? baritone, like, like Eddie Vedder. Well, it's like a hog. Like yeah, I guess it's like more of that rock.
1: thing. Yeah, it's yeah. not even the baritone part. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Tim if, sang... Yeah,
3: Fred was on the show. Fred R. Tim was Tim just was screwing
2: around, just singing it, like making up they weren't even words. He was just And then Daniel Cups took Tim's <laughs> audio
3: and made it into it's this like amazing. kind of a catchy tune. Very it's good good actually song. pretty good. It's very good. And it's yeah, it sounds like a late 80s kind of hard rock song. And it's just like, how the hell did you create this yeah. from what was there? Um, and that's kind of been his thing that I've seen him do. It's just, he, he does that with a lot of things. He, like different uh like YouTube videos that are people that are just talking and he'll take that, you know, just and create a song out of it. And it's pretty amazing.
2: Yeah. So these songs just kind of spring out yeah. of,
3: of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So is this, sort of begs the question for those of us who try to keep up with with tim heidecker and the various universes he tends to create it's never that he's just doing a thing a universe must emerge there must be different aspects to the thing mm-hmm. is it difficult you both worked with him for quite some time doug is it ever difficult to keep up with tim he's an idea man he's always got ideas he's always sort of suggesting why didn't we do this why don't we do that innocent thing like an ad you you write a, a funny ad copy, it's a song, and then who knows? Maybe there will be a music video. Like, how is it hard to keep up with him on some level?
2: Um, yes, um, I'm. Uh, I can't keep up with all of his like with the with the projects I work on him with. I can keep up, but like I have so many great ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean the whole. He has another thing called On Cinema. Oh my God! And I can't keep. Yeah. I am not There's, up to date yeah. with the entire. But, that's a massive universe. Yeah, that's. I, mean, I cannot
3: keep up with that, and I, yeah, that's where I like kind of keep up with. That's how I got to know Tim because I was just a fan of that, and I was sending him songs based on. Very specific episodes, and so that's how I got to know him. But even as a massive on cinema head, I cannot no. follow it all. And he's yeah. the trial is insane, you know that he yeah. did yeah, uh, the trial. And, it's, and the, yeah, I find it's
1: uh, unbelievable. If I, if I have to interview Tim, and I think all right, or or Greg Turkington, or Vic, or whoever, mm-hmm. I feel like okay, I'm going to immerse myself, uh, catch up on anything I've missed. And then when we're mm-hmm. talking, he'll say something, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. I don't. I can't keep up right. with all the references. It is really intricate. <laughs> so I can only imagine. And that's, but, you know, I'm on the outside, but the fact that yeah. you're saying it's difficult and you're on the inside, yeah. it's almost troubling, but, actually. But it's
3: amazing. I mean, like,
2: because
1: Tim
3: <laughs> it's is, It's amazing like, and
2: you know. inspiring because Tim is, like, so prolific right. that he pushes me, and I'm sure Vic, too, mm-hmm. to, like, want to, like, you know kick it out like he does
3: right you know? and then and also then like tim is on uh moon base and he's in in the movie us and he's got this whole other you yeah, know it's like a, hollywood an level and then he's and in he's here with us like every week with tech issues got and we got all new, kinds like, of problems going on yeah yeah it's like what the i mean I'm, we're looking at the uh, you know the speaker from us over here that has blood all over it like for like it's like insane to be Doing that, and then, but yet, every week, Tim is in here, and but like, what I like about office hours, to me, I think it's like his most sincere thing, because there's so many levels of irony in, in in much of what what he does. But I like he's this is who Tim is, I think, you know, this is is the real Tim and he's sweet and he cares about people and he, and, you know, and there's a lot of people maybe like, even when I first met him, I was nervous. Like, what is Tim going to be like? Cause he's so, you know, confrontational and, and even like in on cinema, His his character's name is Tim, but like, you know, is
1: always named Tim. Like that's why, right. Well, that's what I mean.
3: That's so it's confusing, but like you can come here and you can, you can talk, anybody can call in it doesn't matter who it is you can you can talk to Tim and and he'll uh, be real with you and i think that's that's what's exciting about this show
1: Yeah i agree with you i had Tim on uh the show so his 2020 is uh going to be a hall of fame 2020 i would say like all yeah. the stuff that you you guys are working on with him he's working on stuff but i had him on to talk about uh his album Fear of Death and i it's funny you raised this cuz i asked him like do you feel like your musical persona your sincere musical persona is the closest we get to you as a person and he actually said yes he said you know like Mm -hmm. there's no irony in that he's these are genuine kind of emotional expressions but now that you mention it yeah it's really heartening to watch him interact with idiots like me and be like super patient and sweet and it does seem like very family oriented and i think vic you've said like this fan base for office hours seems particularly cool right is that fair
3: yeah and i like that it's made up of like a lot of artists and a lot of people that that uh you know have a heart and have a have emotional side to them and and you know and that's that's like i see myself in a lot of because that's where i where i was you know and, and i just yeah it's, i'm just honored to be you know yeah. be able to sit at this table with uh doug and tim and it's cool Doug, yeah. I mean, it's very Doug cool.
1: do you feel honored to sit with vic
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
1: You're just making sure. I just want That's the right. honor to be spread uh, uh, around. I just want
3: to make sure. I remember the first time I met Doug, though, Tim made him come out to see me at uh, at uh, Greg uh, Turkington, or uh, Neil Hamburger's show. Yeah. Doug was probably like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Because I was it's in like town low key and we are going to play some videos at the thing. And I just remember meeting him. He's probably like, what is this asshole? Like, no, you know? get out of here. But I no, I just it was like, I was already a fan of like, well, I know. But you know what I'm saying, though, like, because there's so many comparisons to, to what you do and everything. And I remember the... it's fine because, like, <laughs> I, I don't want to edit anymore. Yeah. And you're, yeah. You're I don't just... want to edit anymore. either. <laughs> I, I, I'm so tired of staring at screens. Yeah. I just want to do other things and not have screens. Let's turn this screen yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, please right don't turn me <laughs> off. I'm tired of it. Yeah, okay. But yeah. like but this is like where Tim is on this like massive Hollywood level and he was he they were filming Brule, Steve Bruhl season 3 I think it was. The episode in the okay. diner and he's like just come by the set and I was like okay and I was just in town like so scared you know like uh, my wife was there and he, and they stopped filming as I come in and he had told you know Steve Bruhl about who I was and and then and then they sat me down at this like table I'm just like there's nobody from well, Pennsylvania look, look, yeah there we go <laughs> all the like you know 30 people are just like why are we stopping for this guy and then you know Bruhl sits down he's like I bet you got some new videos to check out you got anything <laughs> I was like I got something in my car so I went and got my laptop and no show something I was working on and, and yeah, yeah I was like, like why are, you know just like insane like that, that somebody would <laughs> it does would do that. So uh, then, it does yeah, seem yeah, to be a yeah.
1: testament to Tim that and and you know uh, it seems to me that he's built a little group of people he works with based on your work like you're just a nobody no offense Vic but you're a nobody in Pennsylvania that's no, true and they're yeah. yeah. all nobody the or rather Tim so. seems particularly attuned to talent and he seems to be a really appreciative and supportive of talent and he wants to bring it in and that's 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 right. the yeah, sort of that, external I, perception and it sounds like doug is doug is yeah. that and we're from ahead,
3: the uh, we're from the same i was just going to say we're from the same God. hometown too so oh. i think that like like he's from allentown and i'm from bethlehem they're just like right next to each other these small towns and yeah. well, i feel like there's some kind, <laughs> there's some kind of uh you know connection there too i think I'm maybe
1: he, he is a partisan <laughs> yes i agree i totally agree Doug, I know you, I, earlier I alluded to uh, Howard Stern, who has uh, infamously referred to himself as the king of all media. Will you go on the record now and suggest that it might, in fact, be Tim Heidecker, who is the king <laughs> king of all media? What do you think, Doug?
2: I have wings. <laughs> right on, brothers. People like Tim. People like My- Vic. Oh, oh wow. Hey, there's there's there. I have so many great ideas. Yes. Well, I think Mike it Lennon. is Tim is taking over for Howard as the king. Yeah, I mean Howard. How is he the king of all media? He like he just says it. He just <laughs> he just says it. Well,
1: at the at the time at the time he said it, he had his radio show. He had a TV show that got okay, canceled. so you are right. That's yeah, he true. had the ET. The I used to e watch
2: show. E.
3: I
1: forgot that, about actually, that.
2: My my what I know Howard from you know historically most would be the E. Yeah, show because I remember right. mm-hmm. watching that and like and like that's how I knew yeah. mostly of like his stuff. Yeah,
1: so I I don't
3: think there was any
2: drops on that. That was no, that was just the
3: interviews and yeah. Yeah.
1: I think there were drops on that by accident sometimes. Yeah, no, but I, I I do. I think I think you're part of something fascinating and significant there, and I think you realize it too. So that is, it's just great. I'm glad you guys are working so hard, particularly during this time. We need you guys uh, putting this stuff out. Although I will say, as a parent,
2: acknowledge the genius here.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sorry, no, it's fine. (laughs) I was going to go down some road that I was happy to be diverted from. I like a good drop to knock me back on course. Right, right, exactly. So I want to take a moment to ask each of you if you want to plug anything or talk about what's next for each of you, either within office hours, which I don't know how you're going to necessarily do that, although I guess the C word, we're not going to talk about the C word, so let's (laughs) clarify that. But if you've got anything coming up that you want to talk about and you want people to follow you, I'd love to uh, hear about that. Vic, uh, do you want to go first there?
3: Yeah, I, I, I've been, like, ever since the uh, pandemic started, just created a couple shows, and I have something in the works for Disney that I don't know if it's ever going to happen, you know, um, but so I, possibly I'd love to be able to move ahead to to TV or something like that, um, get away kind of from the all the super internet-y stuff that I've, you know, done, um, but... If that ever happens, if COVID ever goes, maybe that'll happen. Uh, But also uh, I have, you know, two albums out. Uh, You can get them on Bandcamp uh, through uh, Flannel Graph Records and Jared Cheek. I don't know if you know him, but he's he's put out a lot of cool stuff. uh, A lot of that whole, just buy the whole catalog. Um, And I have my YouTube channel. Uh, What else is there? Uh, And Office Hours. (laughs) That's probably it right now. And you've
1: got some content on your Patreon too, right?
3: Oh my ask. Yes, yes. thank you for reminding. <laughs> <my, see>, I'm <laughs> such a great businessman that I forgot my Patreon. But no, the Patreon for me is is just it's like if you like what I do and I'm, you know, putting out stuff all the time like as I, you know, whatever's going on in my head, just a way to support me in that in that in that way if you think it's useful.
1: I'm the uh, I only unfortunately uh, just trying to be mindful of my economic situation. I only uh, am a Patreon for one person, Vic Berger the 4th. So I hope. Uh, wow,
3: that's very sweet of you. Thank you. <laughs> I that's should. Really, I, that's, I sounded. That's an honor. I
1: sounded both selfish and unselfish at the same time, <laughs> didn't I? Only
3: one. No, no, that is. No, you're making me blush. <laughs> yes. I should Hopefully, spread it around. Okay. Well, I appreciate uh, content. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you get the uh, Vic face holes t-shirt do you uh, did no that come to you? I, I, no
1: I don't believe oh. I did I don't believe I did no
3: I'll have to make that happen oh. I'll make that happen
1: maybe I'm not at the it's right up in May-
3: Canadian customs yeah. <laughs> 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 that's all right we'll, we'll, yeah. yeah exactly, exactly. it costs a little extra to get up there I don't know if I can pull it off
1: uh Doug same question do you want to plug anything I know you've got a, a show a podcast uh, anything anything you want to talk about
3: uh sure I got a few things
2: uh, similar to Vic I have well I have um, the Poundcast, which is my podcast, I do with Brent Weinbach. There's a Patreon for that. Uh, there's I have my own Patreon for Doug Pound. I have a YouTube channel where you can see I I do make you know videos from not as many as Vic, but uh, various <laughs> little videos that I make uh, that I put on there follow me on Instagram. What else is, what else is going on? I did, I did sell a TV show, but then that right before COVID happened. So I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Mm. So yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with that kind of stuff. Um, just, uh, just, just yeah, I'm busy. Just check out, check out my YouTube channel. You can watch my various of yeah. uh, web series is to a crew uh pound House, That's on a different channel. <laughs> yeah. What is just, that? What is that on now? Is that Jash? That's been on Jash. Yeah. But, if anyone's not seen that. Can you stream it anywhere? I should is should watch that. that. Is it not, can you stream can it? Can you can stream, stream it on, there I you think go. it's on like Amazon or something. Holy shit. Okay. All right. So pe- yeah. right. I'm going to pull it down because I don't get a dime. I'm going to pull a chapeau <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: we all got to take our stances. Yeah, I agree. That's a good call. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. if, you wanna, if we want to direct people to uh, the Drop Concert uh, film or uh, the new album, which is out uh, December 18th, uh, does one of you know where to send people for that uh, Vic I'm going G- to you
3: I believe it's i believe it's dropconcert.com is that correct and uh, dropconcert.com and I highly recommend getting this new a uh, wallet that has like a credit card looking thing the the art is beautiful by M- M- Marika what's I'm so bad J- with name Jacintha. Marika Jacintha we could I, be we're probably bungling that, that but it's beautiful I don't know if you can see it Yeah here. yeah I see it but it looks very nice yeah. and it has uh it's like a USB kind of thing and has all of the drop concert stuff there it's even got some drops on it and it's just a fun all thing right. it, it's it's yeah it's a way to support it and help us um you know, make more things like this. As uh, far
2: as the what was the album?
1: One? The uh, the, oh, man, the, album. the album. How do we watch?
3: How do we get the album? I think you, the Bandcamp, the new one. It's, Which one? Yeah, pre, you got to preorder it on Bandcamp. The the Blops and boops. Slops and, and bops
1: and bangers, uh, I believe, is
3: slops. The, slops, 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 slops and bops and slaps, bangers. Slaps. slaps. But if you yeah follow follow the uh, follow the uh, office hours live uh, Bandcamp, and you can get everything there. There's even the drops giving. It's fun. There's just a lot of fun yeah, there.
2: I'll mention one other thing. I do have music that's out on Bandcamp yes. and Spotify, iTunes, all that. DJ Doug Pound, look it up. And I think there might be a new one coming out like tomorrow. Whoa, he, actually. Thinks, he
3: thinks tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, I forget what yeah. I do. Shouldn't you
2: be head. the one who knows when your music <laughs> is coming out, Doug? <laughs> I, you know, it's like, I'm so like, I don't want to bother anyone. Yeah, it. right, it's like, right. The people that know it will find it yeah, and enjoy find it, it, but I don't want to push it on anybody. Yeah. I, I don't want
3: to bother don't you Don't feel like you have to buy it.
1: Okay, well, this was the. It's,
2: it's genius, though, <laughs> and it's amazing, and it's probably a 10 uh, out of 10.
1: So this yes, was general. the part of the show where I was hoping you would bother <laughs> people and, and share really your stuff. It. But no, don't, I understand. Mm. I, As you may recall, when yeah. I was on Office Hours today, I felt sheepish plugging this show. I was like, ah, they'll figure it out. People will find stuff if they really want it. And. And so I understand where you're coming from. If we can go out on a song, <laughs> from uh, slaps, bops, and bangers, uh, I'm wondering if one of you or both of you, by consensus, can select one for us to to feature on the podcast. Uh, Vic, do you want to take the lead hmm. on this?
3: I was gonna, I was gonna suggest Doug's uh, to. I be... want to hear Game Night. Okay. All all right. Well. right, let's do Game. All right, all right. You... Do we, we have that? Do we do, do what to play? No, no, I, ha- just I can drop take it. In. I can do
1: my own drop. You can, you can I'll handle drop that. It. I'll do a drop and play okay. it for <laughs> people right now if, if you want. By the way, Vic, right. I will say, I, was playing, I wasn't kidding earlier when I was on the show. I had a playing in the living room, and game night perked my six-year-old daughter's ears up a little bit. Oh.
3: Wow. Because she's
1: always hey. begging us for movie night <laughs> and game night, and we say, yeah, okay, we, we have time. So I think- There you go. Now you have a song for it. Is it age appropriate for a six-year-old? I yeah. just- yeah oh totally okay.
3: totally yeah it's like uh, a
1: no person
2: Corn and the cob is is a rap song and there is a swear word but it's kind of a <laughs> children's song <laughs> i do kind of make children's music actually yeah,
3: right. music i would concur kids. i concur with that don't <laughs> music yeah for kids sure. that they should not hear <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right this is a game night uh from uh from slaps bops and bangers by the office hours crew uh, Doug, Vic, this was a, a tremendous pleasure. I hope you had a good time, and I wish you the best of luck in the future.
3: Thank you, Vish. Thank you, you Vish. We, let's do it again. Game night. It's gonna be fun playing games all through the night.
2: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com
3: slash weight loss.
1: It's very nice to have Doug and Vic on this, the uh, 500 and... 87th episode of Creative Control which is part of the Entertainment One podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Google, Spotify wherever it is, the show should be there. If you can't find an episode that you've heard about, or you know like when Vic was on, we were talking about that on the show Vic was on the show I don't have it at the, should I look it up for you? Do you want me to look? Here, I can do it real quick Anyway, like sometimes because of the way these podcast feeds work uh, not everything that you want to find is uh, available. They have, like, limitations on how far back it'll go, so... Yeah, the odds are probably good. Here it is. I found it. Episode 284 of Vic Berger, October 19th, 2016. There's a chance some of your, your uh, neighborhood podcast feeds won't have uh, episodes going that far back, so you'll have to go and find them. And you know where I found it? On my website. That's what I was going to tell you about. So... Uh, Yeah, my website is vishkana.com. Every episode of the show that has ever been made is there. You can also uh, go there to learn more about me and sign up for my monthly newsletter. So again, everything you need, vishkana.com. Real-time research there for you. Also, you can like uh, Creative Control on Facebook or follow the show on Twitter, at vishcreative. You can also follow me on Twitter, at vishkana. And, oh, on Instagram as well. I'm on Instagram at Vishkana, you can. It's the same on Twitter. So there you go. Also, please visit Patreon.com/slash/CreativeControl to make a flexible monthly donation to sustain this podcast. Uh, any donation that you can afford uh, is helpful uh, for me and appreciated by me. So thank you for considering that. If you are interested, six dollars or more a month grants you access to exclusive uh, audio content from my archives. I just posted something. Uh, the other day, uh, an old interview I did with Guy Picciotto of Fugazi about uh, "Rights of Spring, actually. So that is up there now. $6 or more. You get access to, like, the 10 or 12 episodes that are up there now. I try to put uh, an exclusive thing up at least once a month. And so... But again, it doesn't have to be 6 bucks. Whatever you can afford. It could be more. could be less. Patreon.com slash Creative Control to make your flexible monthly donation to my show today. Thanks again to LiveAtMasseyHall.com where you can watch beautifully captured concerts by great Canadian artists. Also, for their in-kind support, Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, and Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton. Also, my friend Jim Guthrie. Jim is a a pal of mine, and uh, he lends me music for this show. You can learn more about Jim at uh, JimGuthrie.org. Also, Jim's trying to become big on TikTok. You know, I... He's doing good stuff on the TikTok. He's trying to figure it out, and he's had some fun things, so I'm just going to plug Jim's TikTok. I don't know what it is. It's probably just Jim Guthrie or something, but yeah, go for that. Anyway, that's uh, pretty much all I have to say. Thanks to you for listening to this episode with uh, Vic and Doug. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, that you'll check out Office Hours and uh, the Drop Concert movie and uh, Slaps, Bops, and Bangers. Office Hours is... Unstoppable. There's so much stuff going on. It's a fantastic show to watch live and to experience later on YouTube or on your podcast thing there. So thanks for listening to this. I hope you enjoyed it and that you'll subscribe to this show, perhaps, or tell your friends about it uh, and check out other episodes of it. That would be great. And that's all I can maybe hope for. So thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Be well. Bye for now.